We're talking to Mighty Ducks on a special Disney 100 episode of the Movies Past and Present podcast. Hello and welcome to the Movies Past and Present podcast. It's August 27th, 2023, and this is episode 112. I'm your host, Stanford Clark, and I'm podcasting from the crossroads of the West in beautiful Salt Lake City, Utah, just on my blog, moviespastandpresent.com. I'll be providing recommendations, commentary, and reviews about current and classic Simba. Thanks for tuning in, and let's do this thing. I'm particularly stoked today because on the podcast, uh, I'm joined by my buddy and fellow podcaster, Mark Vibbert. Hi, Mark. Hey, Flying V. <laughs> Mark and I have known each other for, for, for a long time. And Mark, I honestly, I can't remember when this was established, but I found out that you were just a huge fan of the Mighty Ducks. And, and so I added... You know, I've got this list of 100 Disney movies that I've been watching this year in commemoration of the 100th anniversary of the Walt Disney Company. And I added the Mighty Ducks on this. I mean, mostly because I, I mean, I wanted to see it again, but mostly because of, you know, my respect for you, my friend. I just, I got, I, I cannot do this list without putting in the Mighty Ducks. <laughs> so Mark has joined, Mark has graciously uh, joined me today and we're filming it. So that's, that's fun that we're doing a video version of this as well. But uh, that Mark, uh, we're, we're going to talk about all things Mighty Ducks. Um, specifically, uh, we want to talk about the 1992 film that I mentioned that, that, that's, uh, that's uh, a, a Disney classic uh, for sure. And then anything else Mighty Ducks that Mark wants to talk about. So, so uh, Mark, again, thanks and welcome. It's so nice to have you on the podcast. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Oh. A little bit different from... From what we're usually doing together, talk about animation. <laughs> well, Mark has graciously included me as, as as a co-host on many episodes of his Animation Fascination pad, podcast, which is always a blast. And and uh, so I just am very honored that you take the time to be to be on mine. So thanks, friend. Uh, yeah. Mark, tell me or remind me uh, of. I guess your history with this, the original Mighty Ducks film from 1992. So with the, the first movie, I don't remember exactly if I, if I saw it in theaters or not, but I still distinctly have a memory of uh, driving back home with my grandmother and my mom and my sister uh, in the car from the mall. That was like about 30 miles or so from the, the town that we lived in and they i got in the vhs copy of the first movie just probably somewhere in this house um but i was like so excited to, to, to watch the movie on vhs and i remember just like looking at it and stuff while we were driving home uh and then like when this and we're not going to talk as much as much about the second third movie but when the second movie came out my dad had been working at a movie theater at that point in time and they had gotten a print in of the second movie, uh, like a few days beforehand. Uh, so I remember he had built the movie, and I got to watch the movie by myself in, in the theater. Uh, How cool! Day. And I used to have a poster from this, the second movie, and like, again, I don't know where that went to. But uh, and then I remember, like, I think it was my thirteenth birthday party. I had like a sleepover, and a bunch of my friends. When we watched. Uh, D3 for the first time, like on VHS too. Um, and then just 
from from there, like in 2002, I went to my first uh, like the NHL Ducks game, uh, and it's it's off screen over here. I have this whole wall. Um, it's like a Ducks wall in this room that I'm in. Uh, so I, uh, me and my sister, we s switched seats at one point during that game. And at one point, a guy came up. And he's like, "Do you know what seat you're sitting in?" And I thought I was going to get in trouble or something. Um, but then they they brought me down, and I had been chosen to win like game worn jersey from one of the oh. players on the team. So nice. and we were like, we were like all the way in the back, the you know the very very yeah. back row. And so I got down there. I was the last person in line. Like at, at that point on the team, uh, it was like Team Solani and Guy Hebert and Paul Korea. And like all these people in front of me were like were getting all the players that like I knew the names of on there. I was like, I was like, this is still cool, but I'm probably gonna get somebody that I don't know who it is or anything like that. Um, so the la I get brought out, and the last person was Paul Korea, which was like who was like one of the best players on the team at that time, and oh, yeah. for the Ducks, superstar, in general. right? I mean, yeah. yeah. Uh, and so I have a a framed jersey over here off off screen that's sign for Paul Korea. It's uh, it looks kind of like the the D two, okay, uh, like Jolly Roger design Ducks logo it was before yeah. they changed to Anaheim Ducks. Um, but yeah, so that was pretty cool. And then I've just watching that original film is what originally like kind of got me into liking hockey in in general too. So I give that first movie credit for that, and that that's also then why I became a fan of the, the actual team. I know there's a documentary now on ESPN plus. It's a kind of about the creation of the real NHL team. And my mom, I remember, I don't I think it was like 1993 or 1994. She knew like how much I had liked the movie and, and the team. So she had written, I don't know who she wrote, but they sent me back like this huge envelope that had like a bumper sticker for the ducks, nice. this pin. you got some duck swag. Yeah, I had like this this pin in there for like opening day uh, that I still oh. have somewhere. I had like a wild wing uh, a magnet in there and some other stuff. There's like a letter that was written by the owner and the coach at the time in there. Uh, but yeah, I've I've always liked the ducks, and then we'll get to it later. But I liked the the game changers when that was on too. So but yeah, that's kind of my. Uh, abridged history and love of the ducks. So just briefly before we get into the movie, Mark, uh, so the ducks kind of launched you into being a hockey fan. Were the mighty ducks then your favorite team? Did you have another favorite team or do you have some other, you know, NHL teams or other teams that you, that you love and that you follow? It's just the ducks. Just the ducks. Okay. Yeah. All ducks. Which always surprised people because I used to live in New York State, and they're like, "Oh, you don't like right. the, like the like the Sabers or the Rangers or <laughs> that's what I was wondering. the teams close to where you are." I was like, "No, I like the Ducks." Yeah. That's 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 fantastic. Well, I you know, Mark. I mean, truth be told, I probably haven't seen this original movie since 1992. Maybe I saw it one other time on you know on VHS or something uh, between then, and it's not because I didn't like it. It's just I just had, you know, I saw it, I liked it, and that was and that was it. Um, but it was really it was fun to rewatch it because uh, I feel like in a lot of ways it's like a '90s, early '90s time capsule. Yeah. 
um, with its great soundtrack and just you know the actors and the great child actors and and whatnot. But I think also it's 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 a really solid sports movie. <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, it kind of hits all the it's, it hits all the right um, right notes, and you know, and even in the end, I was getting a little teary just because it's just so awesome. You know, the way the way the movie right. the way the movie uh, ends. So, um, what do you think makes this 1992 movie just kind of extra special? I think with this one in particular too is a lot of like at least within this this first movie it was a lot like a lot of the heart that was put into it with like St- Stephen Brill uh like one of the the writers and director of it uh like you know, he went on to do heavyweights uh with Joe Apatow uh and then you know has been involved with all the other films and TV shows as well too but I think incorporating the like the heart into it uh and then kind of uh, flipping, uh, like, Emilio, using Emilio Estevez in this kind of, like, flipping him on his head a little bit of, like, his persona of how he had been a little bit, like, within, like, like the late 80s films that he was in, like, Breakfast Club or, like, Outsiders and stuff like that. And kind of, uh, like, ratcheting it up a little bit. I always like the memes for this movie now, too, with, like, Drive Drunk, Win the Championship. <laughs> <laughs> so right but, yeah and i don't i think because there's a, like a, there's like the early 90s was like peak uh kids like sports movie era like between like this like other disney movies like the big green yeah or or uh like little giants and all all those kind of films like sandlot sandlot with a lot of the same cast as the right. Mighty Ducks in it too, so yeah, and Mighty Ducks too. Um, so I think I think that like that's why it still stands out and is like still like thirty years later because yeah, it's actually celebrating thirty years for that movie this year. Uh, that it's such like a beloved movie at this point in time, just because of that. Yeah, you know, I was trying to think back, Mark. It seemed though, in a lot of ways, that the Mighty Ducks kind of set the standard for the family sports movie. Uh, but it not it didn't necessarily come first, right, as, as we were talking about. Some of these other ones might have come first, but uh, I don't know. Did yeah. either the Mighty Ducks popularity, you know, made everybody kind of want to copy it? Or, you know, what's your, what's your take on that? Um, maybe. Uh, I know, because, like... Hockey movies, kind of like in the like the late eighties, early nineties, were kind of popular too. Like yeah, like slap shot, slap shot, yeah. So yeah. more more adult version, right? Grown up version, yeah. but yeah. So it's basically yeah, like making a like a, a kids family family version family of slap friendly shot, sl- slap shot. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. like even like Happy Gilmore that kind of came out. I mean, that's more like a golf movie, I guess, but it's like a hockey player playing golf. But still, yeah, like, hockey player came out pretty much the within that same time period, like 92, 93. Yeah. So I think it was between that and then like the rise of popularity in hockey in, in the U S during yeah. that point of time too. So it's probably, it's probably like a perfect storm of all of that coming together. And then of course, like after the movie coming out, then like making the actual NHL team. And right. that probably was just a it. year after it, right. Wasn't it 1993 yeah. that Disney yeah. formed the, the mighty ducks of Anaheim. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's I think that's part of like what helped it like propel it so far too, because of all like all of these things happening, like 
in conjunction with one another that yeah basically made it what it was uh I think to bring up that point about Emilio Estevez's character, because in a lot of ways, he's like playing the character that Charlie, his brother, Charlie Sheen did in Wall Street, right? Just uh, just, uh, just a total scumbag uh, who then has this really great uh, redemption arc in, you know, in the film, which I think is so, so satisfying. And it's Norm Lewis, isn't it? Who plays the coach of the Hawks, who's such a jerk. And, oh, yeah. Uh, you know, anyway, I mean, he, he, every, I think the cast, the cast is so great. What, what do you think about overall the casting? Do you have any, you know, favorite cast members between all the youth, you know, and, and include well, and Emilio Estevez too, uh, and everybody all else? Right. Any, any, any favorites that stand out to you? Oh, man. Uh, yeah. So, like, Joshua Jackson obviously is, is Charlie Conway. Yeah. Uh, Joshua Jackson. Was that his first film? I don't. I don't know. I, so. I meant to look that up. Yeah, I don't think so. But like, yeah, Joshua Jackson, uh, Sean Weiss as Goldberg. Classic. Uh, yeah. And then, oh man, Sean Weiss, Joshua Jackson. Uh, oh my god, Trent. Oh, uh, Danny Tamborelli was in that first movie too. Like, oh yeah. Went on to be in Pete and Pete and Nickelodeon. Uh, there's man, there's so many people in that first movie. Let me, I'm gonna check. I just go because I don't want to yeah, get check on right. I'm looking at two one. I thought I think oh, I Eld- said oh, go Eldon ahead, Henson. Oh, Eldon Henson, yeah, as uh, as Fulton Fulton Reed, yeah. right? Yeah, um, yeah. M C Ganey, who went on to be unlost as the as like the limo driver Lewis in there too. That's so fun. It was so fun to see M C Ganey, and I had forgotten that he was in it. You know, and I think I might have said. Sorry if I said Coach Riley's name wrong. It's Lane Smith, right? Did I call him Norman? Okay. Uh, I, meant, I meant Lane Smith. Sorry. Or uh, some people might know him as Perry White from the, the New Adventures of Lois and Clark. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't he in the Wonder Years, too? Seems like. Yeah. 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 Uh, Aaron Schwartz, I liked a lot in that, who went as Carp, who was, went, on, went on to be like the, you know, the main character in Heavyweights. Oh, yeah. Uh, Margaret Moreau, who was Connie. Yes, Connie. Uh, there's Jesse Smollett in this as well too, and there's such a like such a good cast of like all like all these all the kid cast in this too. Like they went on to, to they went do, on to do stuff, you know, like yeah. really pop their TV shows and right. Yeah, I mean, especially I mean, especially Joshua Jackson. Like nowadays, like Dawson's Creek and then oh yeah, uh, Fringe and everything else that he's done. I think I think between between like the cast of this. The people that went on to have like the like I guess like the biggest careers after like post Mighty Ducks were probably Joshua Jackson and Eldon Henson. Uh, between them, just between the the stuff that they did after like Eldon doing like Daredevil and a few other things like that too. So Eldon is still the only one that I've met too. I ha- I, I met, met Eldon. Yeah, I I wore this jersey when I when I met him. <laughs> Uh, my, my son wore like a Marvel shirt, so we covered both our bases. With yes, that. and he's just like nice jersey, man. So I liked that he was like <laughs> still into like, still his, like, he's, like yeah. yeah, he's like although it is the wrong number, but it's it's good that it's at least Charlie because Fulton and Charlie were best friends. So. Even better that he you know that he knew the number. Um, yeah. Mark, what are your favorite things about this movie? Oh man. It's kind of I know that's a that's a big ask. Um, 
maybe your so top I, three, even <laughs> your top three favorite things. Well, I I like the kind of like the whole all like the training sequences with them, like with the like like yeah. the eggs. Song Those are so great, so iconic too. You know, yeah, and like during that the whole sequence with. Uh, getting uh, Goldberg not to be scared of getting hit by the puck and just ah! tying him to the. <laughs> I love that. The goal, yeah. and then they just leave him. So he's, fun. He's like, oh, very funny. Okay, let's. All right, guys. Yeah. Uh, I I like the 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 flying V because you know, I I like I like Good. using that as a pun myself for yes. my last name with the V, but yes, which is funny because. A lot of people that were like very precise on like the whole, like the real rules of hockey, like like how you wouldn't be able to do that because it would be like an instant like icing, yes, <laughs> a penalty because everybody was behind the net at that point. But that's <laughs> it's it's a cool it's, move and it's like and great, then yeah, I mean there's there's lots of things that like if there are, everyone's there they kind of play against that in the second movie too where like when they try to do the flying being like. Iceland just like rams into them and takes them out because of how basically open it leaves them when they're yeah. anyways. But yeah, I th think between those two things and then like that first scene where uh, Bombay, I get maybe that scene and so the two Bombay scenes that kind of stand out are like him when he first meets the kids and he drives onto the ice in the limo kind of showing like his personality and trying to <laughs> yeah uh, his first like impression of all of them yes and then when they when he first debuts uh, like the the ducks jersey to them uh and just like that whole speech there <laughs> i guess that also goes with when he goes to mr ducksworth and it goes to resign and like, like quack 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 mr ducksworth quack 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 <laughs> mr ducksworth <laughs> yeah and the the last one, sorry, I'm saying too many. Of them. No, was, you're not. Go for it, man. When I was an adult, I realized this was a joke that I did not understand watching the movie when I was a kid. But they're they're, they're like science teacher teaching the the team in school. And he's teaching about like molecules and stuff. And the the atom display has like different colored molecules on it. And he's like, and what are the blue balls? Yeah. And all the kids <laughs> laugh. And then only recently when I watched it, I was like, oh, I was like, oh, er early 90s Disney movies putting it's jokes a, in. Yeah, like, putting in jokes, jokes like, like that. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I liked I liked all of like all of like the humor and jokes and like all of that kind of stuff throughout the movie. Like, well, I guess you just more recently watched it for the first yeah, time. Yeah, I, I just watched it a couple of days ago. I, you know, so, it was, it was, I, I guess for you, what, what stuff? stands out well you know as i had mentioned earlier i i just love the 90sness of it uh that you know i loved i just love the soundtrack choices that they made uh the sports montages the uh you know the the humor that they used the the uh great child actors it was just so fun to, to see these you know actors just so so young you know so young and yeah. uh and and I don't know. I just, I guess it really just felt like watching uh, just this is classic, iconic Disney family movie from that, from that time, you know, from yeah. that time period. And, and uh, I thought it held up really well, too. You know, even though, sure, it's this, this time capsule. I mean, really, every movie is, right? But um, yeah. it, uh, 
I, I, I just thought it was it was really enjoyable and, um, you know, love the little romantic stuff that was going on with, with, uh, Oh yeah. Bombay uh, and, with and Coach Charlie's Bombay mom. and, and, uh, yeah. Um, and, Which, uh, I remember that always, I remember that bumped me out when I was younger that like, that like nothing happened from that. And especially between the second and third movie, like, yeah, it's like, Oh, all right. Sorry, oh, Charlie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it just it was it was a it was just a totally fun watch. I was so glad I had added it to the to the list. And also, Mark, kind of it made me a little melancholy because I just I'll be anxious to hear you know kind of what you're what we're going to talk about more with uh, with game changers and and whatnot. But I feel like that that movie that type of movie is really lost i don't know i don't know you know not that i want to get into you know let me rip on you know the walt disney studios but let me rip on the walt disney studios for a minute in that they're so busy remaking their animated films that i think that they you know they're missing out on some of these great you know genres like you know the like the family comedy or the family sports movie that yeah. There could be any number of stories, and they've done them in the you know, not too terribly long ago with some of them. But you know, it's frustrating that uh, seems like all we're getting are remakes rather than you know, fun movies like this one. You know, that, that I think they would yeah. entertain entertain the family and that are inspiring and and uh, yeah. wholesome. You know, with the, with the exception of the blue balls joke, but um, yeah, wholesome. <laughs> Which I mean, they don't they don't put a hat on it. They they like just say it and then like move on. Yeah, so, like. They I'm, if you're just watching it, you understand that. it. If you're a kid, you're like, "Oh, that's, they're just laughing at like, ha ha, I'll laugh too because like, the kids are laughing." When you brought that up, I was like, "Oh yeah, he did sneak that in." Didn't well, I mean, anyway. like all all those '90s Disney movies have stuff like that, like Man of the House with Chevy Chase and Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Uh-huh. There's stuff. There's stuff in that oh, too, yeah. and like I'll be home for Christmas. A lot of Jonathan Taylor Thomas ones have <laughs> stuff like that. Put in the dirty it. jokes that not yeah. everybody's gonna get. Yeah, blank check. They yeah, they all had stuff like that. That was that was, that was I guess that because I was like a kid during all that. that was like yeah. the peak era. Although that's that was a really good era of like Disney family movies. Was it was nineties like blank check and yeah, your dogs and heavyweights and these theatrical releases. You know, these weren't things that they were just putting straight on a Disney Channel or whatnot. These were you know they played them in theaters and and uh, yeah. you know. I, you know, they won't do that anymore these days. It has to be, you know, somebody they think is going to make just yeah. truckloads of money or they won't put it in the theater, which, again, they're the ones running the business. They, you know, they know the kind of numbers they want to reach. Yeah. I, think it's, I think it's unfortunate. Yeah, I feel like all these movies would have just been put on, a, like, Disney Plus. They would have been put straight on Disney Plus, yeah. 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 Uh, just anything, bummer. Anything else you want to talk about with a 92 movie mark anything else you think we should we should address or bring up or uh things you wanted to i just to, like uh, overall how the the story of that movie is done too especially with like with showing the flashbacks of like yeah. after bombay becomes the coach yes. of the ducks and they show like his history of uh playing on the hawks as a kid and that shows like his connection with the dude that's still the coach of the, the yeah, Hawks. the jerk, who's the yeah. total jerk, who's still the coach, yeah. And, like, the whole reason, like, he kind of stopped 
playing hockey was because of his, uh, his father passing away and like his finding his love again for the game by teaching these kids and then yeah. re kind of re um, connecting with Hans who's running the the shop there. Oh, see, I love that. I love Hans. I love that whole yeah relationship. That's yeah. and I, I don't. I just overall liked. The, oh, and like even, like even with like Adam Banks and that kind of stuff with like him being on the Hawks and then like him yeah becoming a part of the Ducks and you know they give him the cold shoulder and then eventually uh, call him Cake Eater. The back of his hat says Cake Eater. Yeah, uh, uh, and like how like eventually like he would become like a ingrained part of that team as well too. Going on into the second and third and so on uh and i i just liked overall and they are able i guess we can segue from that into the other ones but i like how they're able to incorporate some of these relationships that they start in this movie and build them into like the second yeah and third films too so it becomes like you can those relationships mean more to you by the end of like that third movie and them incorporating flashbacks in that third movie the certain stuff from like the first and second films plays a nostalgia in the right way like as far as those flashbacks and that going back to stuff that like really meant a lot to you in the that, this first film yeah okay mark well uh let's help 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 me and, and, our, and our listeners understand or be reminded of then what followed after this original 1992 film. So two theatrical sequels, right? Yeah. D2 and D3. And then also, as I recall, there was a Mighty Ducks animated series. Animated series. Which, and yeah. there might be some other things. And then also there was a Disney Plus series that came out for a minute. Uh, Anyway, if you could step us through these 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 you know these items and help and help me get kind of get clear in my brain, and then also what you thought about them, because I I haven't watched I haven't watched any of them, you know, and I and I'm and I was sorry, I guess I didn't take the time to watch the Game Changers one because that's that's I think been pulled right as all the all the uh, yeah you can't watch it anymore. That's yeah, that's the thing with that. Yeah, although it's been pulled. Hopefully they're going to put it out on yeah. Uh, and aside to that, with now knowing that like Mando and Loki and some yeah. of those are going to be getting physical, and that gives me like slight yeah, hope. Yeah, I, I hope. I hope so too. Maybe they'll do those. Yeah, hopefully. Even if it's just like a Disney Movie Club like exclusive right. thing, which was the whole the only way I could get these movies on Blu-ray to begin with, which that that bummed me out too because Heavyweight's got like all these bonus features and stuff and a regular Blu-ray Blu-ray release that like audio commentary and like all. Is making of things, which Heavyweights is a great movie and it was popular itself. But like the Mighty Ducks got like kind of like shuttled off to yeah. Disney Movie Club exclusive, and it's it's nice to have them just on the Blu-rays. But it, that's lit- literally that's all that's on there. It'd been awesome to have, yeah, like, even just an audio commentary with Stephen Brill, right, talking about it. But so D two uh, came out in nineteen ninety four. And then, so that's if people are watching a video of that, that's what the US Team USA jersey is here. Yes. Them, but, okay. That's where the Jolly Roger logo got introduced. That debuted the logo that the actual NHL team yeah. would use. So in that one, 
the the team after they won the championship in the first movie go on to compete in the junior goodwill games in california uh and then that one introduces some new players to team some of like some of the actors that joined this one are some other people that were also in the sandlot uh like the the main the main kid from the sandlot uh luis yeah uh, joins in this you have kenny Wu shows up in this one too uh i forgot to mention him in the first one but uh matt matt doherty as averman averman's always been awesome throughout all the movies too and this this movie kind of started the the thing that would happen between the three movies too is like some of the ducks would fall off in between these like not everybody that was in that first movie comes back for the second one so like carpen like danny temporelli and a few others okay. don't come back for this the second one and then like Jesse actually doesn't come back for the third one either too, even though he was in and his brother's not so Jesse and his brother were in the first movie, but Jesse's brother isn't in the, the second movie, just Jesse. Okay, interesting. So that's what I wanted to ask you because I think I saw D two. I don't think I saw D three. But uh it seemed okay. to me that much of the cast returned for that sequel, you know, that was just yeah. a couple years after. Including Emilio Estevez, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And D two also is the Bash Brothers with uh, with Fulton and uh, Dean Portman in that, where they like basically become like the enforcers on the team. The second movie is also one that introduces Keenan Thompson as uh, Russell oh, yeah. Tyler and the the Knuckle Puck. Uh, if anyone uh, that became like a very popular thing from that, uh, I really really liked the the second one a lot too as a kid. To just it's got it has sort of the same exact storyline as the first movie a little bit yeah very slightly just because it it kind of has bombay reverting back a little bit like regressing to oh just being like super competitive jerk yeah and like they call him uh, coach blood in the movie uh and he there's like this whole sequence of him like doing photo shoots and stuff with like for the the hendrix sports brand that they Hendrix shows back up later on in Game Changers as like a little like Easter egg in there, uh, and this one also had you know, like their their um, competition against Iceland, who they'd go on to. Like Iceland was basically the Hawks of D two. Okay. Uh, also, has, like Julia Cat Gaffney kind of takes over as the the goalie in this one too. So there's like that whole kind of thing with her and. Uh, uh, Goldberg, uh, but I I liked this one a lot too. It's cool too because like at the, by the end of the movie, spoiler alert, they they switch out from the Team USA jersey to the the Jolly Roger esque Ducks jersey, um, which what the professional team was wearing, right? Isn't that wasn't yeah. that what the NHL team? Yeah, uh, okay. And then so and then after that one came D three. Uh, so I'll, I'll do the movies first, so we can touch on like because the animated series is kind of very tangential. It's not like connected. Yeah, it's not really other than the name, right? And and I guess and then yeah. it's hockey. Uh, yeah, it's not. There aren't like characters or whatever. It's like this whole new. It's like yeah, ducks, it's, animated yeah, ducks, right? Yeah, Planet. they're they're anthropomorphic ducks from the the planet Puck World. Yeah, which are ducks that like the entire planet like is super into hockey. Wild Wing, who is like the the mascot for the actual team, he's like the leader of them in the the animated series, and like 
the mask that's on the Jolly Roger like logo when he puts that on and gives him like powers in that and it like, becomes gold. There's like I don't know. And they they actually are the Mighty Ducks team on the planet Earth in, in ah, the show. Okay. So Do they play against human players or yeah. okay. Yeah. And there's like a whole like alien like evil alien guy. It's like it's very nineties Disney it's yeah. it was part of the Disney afternoon, the Disney block afternoon. Of animation. Yeah. Uh so it's okay. like yeah, if you watch any of the Disney afternoon animation stuff, it's very within that same, uh, same of okay, yeah. Stuff. Look and feel um, of, of, of of those uh yeah. How many it, seasons did it run, Mark? And when I guess and when did it start too? Uh, I, so that one I wanna say I'm trying to remember that one so they released it at first as like a straight to VHS movie. It was like might it was it's called Mighty Ducks the movie. Oh yeah. Uh, the first face off it was, came out in nineteen ninety six. Oh okay. And I don't I don't remember exactly how many episodes the the animated series was. So it's oh, it twenty six direct video, yeah. Yeah, it's, it was twenty six episodes. Uh but yeah <laughs> it was it was a it was a interesting show. But yeah, so that came that came out the same year as D three. Okay. The, the T V series. Um I I liked it when it was on. I, I think well, I have a I have a McDonald's toy somewhere that's that's nosedive from it. It's how like a could you puck. not, Mark? I mean, yeah. you know It was I mean, Mighty Ducks. I bet it was yeah, and I bet it was fun, you know. I you know, I, yeah. I was uh, I didn't pay any attention to it. Um, but I think it's because, you know, a little older and not into it, but um, still yeah. I bet it was fun. Jim Belushi did a voice in it. Nice. Yeah, and all the Disney. Uh... <laughs> yeah. So, and then the third one that came out in 1996, and in that one, the team basically gets scholarships to a like a prep school. So, think Mighty Ducks meets Dead Poet Society, kind of. Let's <laughs> uh, go to college. <laughs> yeah, we're, yeah, we're, yeah. We have to take like on a, a varsity. So, like. The Hawks or the Iceland team in this one, it's, so it's they all kind of follow the same formula, right? But but I don't care. Uh, yeah, where they I mean, take on like a varsity that. team in that. So this one, like you said, even though they're in high school, technically it is very college prank esque type, like Animal House type yeah. stuff, where they like Charlie and the rest of the ducks uh, like put like horse poop like in the the varsity teams like sandwiches and stuff because they are giving them crap. They put ants like in their beds and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, this one also, Emilio Estevez is more or less kind of like a end featuring Emilio Estevez okay. because he's like in the opening. He's a present, he, but he's not really in the movie. Yeah, and then he kind of comes back at the like the end for the last game. He's like there uh, in the in the crowd for the last game or something. Yeah, but this one introduces Coach Ryan, which is uh, Jeff Nordling. Okay. Who plays that? And in this, like Charlie, kind of doesn't really want to deal with the like he he doesn't want like Bombay to leave because you know he built the team and he stuck with them, like all of that from the other films. So he kind of he doesn't really want to accept like the new coach's ways of doing anything. So he kind of drops off the team and for a while and comes back. There's a whole sequence with him and Fulton just kind of not being on the team. Uh, and like you know, he eventually comes around, and like he and the new coach 
you know, come to like an agreement with one another to kind of like, he sees what he's trying to do and everything like that. Uh, this one also, Paul Korea has like a cameo in it as himself. Okay. Who randomly like comes to like the game at the end this of the year. This game at the college. Yeah. And then yeah. like the, that one ends with um, the Ducks winning again. And that's one of the things that Bombay does at the end is that like a banner comes down and the, the team at the the prep school at that point was like the Warriors or something like that. So at the end, I think comes down and says Eden Hall, Mighty Ducks. Um, I have a shirt somewhere too with that on it where it's like the Eden Hall colors, but with the Ducks logo. And they're just like, look what Bombay did. <laughs> so it's like basically the, the Ducks have now become like the, the Eden Hall uh, team. And then af after that, like nothing else came out for like a long time until Game Changers in 2021. Okay, so Game Changers, it seems to me that I remember being announced almost like around launch, Disney Plus launch, right? Like they were, this was, you know, going yeah. to be coming. But it didn't actually get put on Disney Plus until 2021. Yeah, it debuted in March of 2021. Okay. And so that one, like the, the lead was Lauren Graham. Yes. Um, who also uh, produced it. Uh, Stephen Brill came back as a writer uh, for the show, too, as well. Does Emilio Estevez show up at all? Yeah, he's he's all through the, the first season of the show. Uh, and, like, he, like, they eventually kind of incorporate him into it. And he's, he, like, owns, like, this uh, ice rink called the Ice Palace. And he's, again, regressed basically almost all the way back to yeah, Bombay, again. Bombay from, from Ducks 1. Yeah. Um, but then has essentially the same journey from the first movie with this, like, new group of kids. Um, the same character arc. Yeah, and like Lauren Graham, uh, her son in it is a kid named Evan, uh, who is so in this too. Like when the show starts, the Ducks, uh, as a like a franchise within like the universe of the show and whatnot, has become this, like this very. They've essentially become the Hawks. Okay. Now and it um, very successful. Of, like, yeah, because of everything that club the original team, team are, did yeah. and everything, they've become become like whole like juggernaut of whatnot and everything evan's on that team he gets cut from it so then lauren graham uh forms a team with her son and then a bunch of other kids that are you know kind of fit like the same kind of archetypes from the yeah. first movie in there and so that's where it comes in with like bombay eventually like teaching them some of the same stuff like soft hands and whatnot there's i think the there's a fan favorite episode in that first season that's called uh, Spirit of the Ducks, which is like the sixth episode. And that episode had a lot of the original Ducks actors come back. So like Adam Banks, uh, Connie Moreau, uh, Fulton, Averman, Gee, and oh, wow. uh, okay. Ken Kenny Wu all show back up in that episode. So fans were probably super stoked about, yeah. about that episode. Okay. And you learn a little bit more about like what happened to some other characters they mention uh, like that there's apparently some kind of falling out between Charlie and Bombay at one point which 
this will lead me to why I'm bummed, kind of like how the story and like the franchise ends in the way that it did. Is so like season one was really good. I liked how it all wrapped up. They eventually get the duck's name back and everything like that. Uh, they they take back like the old District Five kind of jerseys for it too. But with the the second season, it was they basically. They go to like a like a hockey training camp kind of thing, uh, and in that season, it was what's his name? I always get uh, Josh Demel is basically like the, I guess would be like the coach Orion, Orion equivalent in this season. Gotcha. Uh, but because there, there always has to be one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, because the between season one and season two, Emilio Estevez and Disney had a whole falling out about vaccinations and COVID and everything. So it, yeah. basically they, they talk about Bombay very quickly and how he has to stay at the ice palace to help fix things up that and then talk about not... him very briefly at the end. Oh, wow. Yeah. And that's about it. Eldon, Eldon Henson and uh, forgetting his name, but De- Fulton and Dean Portman show up in the, that first episode of the season uh, working in construction. So you see a little bit of them in there. And there's another Spirit of the Ducks episode in this season. Okay. Where it's, since they're in California in that season, they go to the actual Honda Center, which used to be that Arrowhead Pond of yeah. Anaheim. Uh, right. And in that, they meet like some of the the current day the current uh, current team. Yeah. Uh, and in that, like the two, their tour guide shows them this this wall that they have in the stadium, like underneath with like all the staff that has like the like all the characters from the the movies. Like they have like a, a Hall of Fame wall for like the original. Nice. Docs. Okay. They, they have like a whole. It seemed like they were setting something up to have like Keenan come in as like Russ or something at some point in the season, but that didn't happen for whatever reason because they like really a photo of Russ Tyler and really talk about the knuckle puck in there too. So and then like one of the one of the kids on the team ends up taking up the doing the, the knuckle puck in this season too. But what kind of is a bummer is that like, that season ends and because again because Bombay wasn't in it, they weren't really in, able to incorporate anybody else. I liked how like it was kind of being its own thing, but it felt a lot smaller and like like if you had taken the ducks like naming off of it, it could have just been like it's it could like essentially like that John Stamos yeah. basketball show, the big shot. You could have just called it like slap shot, yeah, whatever. And it wouldn't have had any like ducks relation to it. Yeah. And that's kind of where the duck story ends now too, which is a bummer because like you said, you couldn't watch Game Changers because it's not on Disney Plus. It's anymore, not on so it. Yeah. There's that's that's the bummer to me is that like that's now technically how, how the ducks story ends and like and in that in that world Bombay and Conway still have had a falling out so it's like a very like sad yeah. ending that has like no resolution to it for the, the two of them yeah so if you're a person that's like followed I guess yeah. the story from the first movie from 92 all the way to game change and i watched all of it because of how much i liked it well it's simple yeah and the second season definitely isn't anywhere near as good as the the first season but 
I just stuck through it just because I was like, I like the ducks. I'm going to watch this. So That's I'm, right. I am on the see it through time, yeah. to, the, to the very end. And I'm glad that that Good thing uh, you did. Brady, that Brady Noon is uh, doing well now, too, because he's Raphael in the Mutant Mayhem movies. So, oh, yeah. You know, yeah. And, uh, yeah, and I am glad that I finished it when I did, because if I had it, then I wouldn't have had, you know, had a way to watch it. Yeah, you wouldn't have had a way to watch it. I still have no way to finish Willow. So. I know. Same thing. Um, Mark, one of the things that I had wondered about, just as an outsider looking in, because again, I didn't, you know, had I known that they were going to pull the series, I might have probably been more interested in tuning in, but I thought it was an interesting decision that they brought in Laura Graham, you know, to, I, I like her, nothing, nothing against her. Yeah. It just seemed to me that it would have been a lot more fun if they had brought in one of the kids to be the coach. You know what I mean? It's yeah. to add some a level of, of continuity or something. Again, I you know, I'm not the one to make that kind of call, but it just seemed that that to me seemed kind of weird. Uh, if you know, I recall correctly, I think that is primarily because she was like one of the showrunners. Showrunners, like yeah. with, with getting it to be made too. Uh, but and I think the other thing with that too is that like like the clear choice, like most people would have wanted. If it wasn't going to be Bombay being the coach, would they would want like Joshua Jackson? Yeah, in the show exactly. as, as Charlie yeah, doing that? I, I know like, nothing. But I'm like, yeah, that's a, you know. yeah. But like yeah. Joshua Jackson is like so busy doing right, just all doing all this other stuff. stuff. Yeah. And I think I read somewhere too that like he doesn't. He likes doing like one-off things now. Oh, okay. So, so like he doesn't want to be. He usually doesn't want to be involved with things that he knows are going to be going yeah. on and and on and on. But and I was still would have been cool to have him like show up in like that spirit of the Ducks hey. episode, <laughs> right? Be there for part of an episode. Yeah, yeah, I guess the other thing that that first season had going against it too is like they were shooting it during the like the height of COVID too. Oh, so like say, the people that they did yeah, get into goodness. it were like the only people that. Could get up to vancouver yeah and also you know sit for two weeks and wait and then film yeah so like i think it was like a perfect storm of stuff kind of holding stuff back because like i, th I think right. I read something else Stephen brill said that keenan wanted to come on and do something as russ and he said that joshua jackson did want to also come on and do that but like just timing and all of yeah that all stuff of the stuff didn't it so like what a horrible time to try to put together a show right with all these obstacles yeah how many episodes were then oh go ahead please uh, oh i was gonna say i kind of hope that they do i don't know if they were it was 20 episodes total so it was 10 episodes of the first season 10 okay. episodes of the second season okay uh but i, I don't know i kind of because of how now how it ends Hope that they do a movie in some way. Yeah, there, there's. I don't want to take anybody away from from your your podcast, but there, there's a, a Mighty Ducks podcast that it's called well, the Quack Attack. Yeah, so to say <laughs> that this is just a little dip. You should, yeah, for the major one, you right. Let's go to yeah, that. They do an episode like every like every couple like every other week, or maybe every week about the. Like the Mighty Ducks movies, 
So they've had people come on there that have written like fan fiction about like what a fourth movie would be and stuff, and they do like their own kind of like fan writing and stuff. They've had Stephen Brill on there. They they've had a bunch of the kids that were on Game Changers on there too, and they did like you know episode reviews after each of those twenty episodes came out. But like if if you're as if you are are watching or listening to this episode Stanford's doing for movies past and present, and you're like, I want more ducks. After you finish listening to it, that, that is the place to go for all the Mighty Ducks-ness that you could ever quack at. I'll add a link to it in the podcast notes. So, uh, right. you know, yeah. uh, well, I, I have no association with them. I've never talked, like, like, met those yeah, guys. Yeah, I'm happy to uh, help, spread, help spread the love for, for the Mighty Ducks. Okay, so, Mark, for, for somebody who, I guess kind of like myself, who's really... Uh, a neophyte, you know, to the to the Mighty Ducks universe. <laughs> uh, what would you recommend as far as you know? And I guess also part of the challenge: where can you watch it? Because maybe you can see the three movies, but the the animated series is probably not on Disney Plus anywhere, or right, or, or anywhere. The, is it on YouTube? Does something so, have it on YouTube? <laughs> Bootlegs. The, the animated series actually is on Disney Plus. Oh, okay. And and the second, third movie. Are, so the only. Ducks things that aren't on Disney Plus are the the Disney Plus original yeah, the Disney Plus TV series. You know, specifically made series. Yeah, Which and the, that's a whole tax thing. But what? Yeah, um, but yeah, if you want to watch all of the rest of the Ducks related things that aren't game changers, those are still on Disney. Okay, Plus. okay, I'm gonna have to go check out that TV series because I, if I watched it, I don't remember. You know, I don't remember. I thought as I was just doing a little bit of research, you know. I saw like a picture of the anthropomorphic you oh, yeah. know, hockey player. Yeah, just when you watch it, be, be in the mindset of this was made at the same time as the original DuckTales. Yeah. The original Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Rescue Rangers, Tailspin, Bonkers, Gargoyles, yeah. all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. So it, it's very of, of its time. Uh,. Mark, are there any other words of wisdom you can give us about the Mighty Ducks? Words of wisdom or words of gratitude? The the quack attack is back, Jack. Uh, <laughs> and I, I told them that you were the real Minnesota miracle man. <laughs> nice. <laughs> well, Mark, this has just been an absolute blast. Thanks for uh, enlightening uh, that's all uh, yeah. with, with the ducks, and also just sharing in your in your in your fandom because I just think it's fantastic. Um, uh, Mark, where can can people find you on social media? Uh, they can find me on uh, Twitter. Yes, Twitter uh, at uh, just my first and last name, uh, Mark with a C. Mark with a C. Uh, yeah, uh, Vibbert, uh with uh, Stanford on animation fascination. Those all the stuff has link tree. So you search link tree and then my name, or link tree and animation fascination, or link tree and hold the maneuver. You'll find all all the things related to me and stuff that I talk about. And Stanford's been on Holdo. He's been on animation. I mean, yeah. Animation fascination is me and Stanford. So if you if you like hearing Stanford talk on this, you want to hear Stanford <laughs> talk more. You can also hear him on animation fascination as well. Uh, 
Thank you, Mark. Well, it's just been it's been so much fun. Thanks for taking the time. Thanks for sharing. Uh, yeah. uh, so, well, this has just been a blast. Thanks for having. Well, that Always happy to talk about the Mighty Ducks. Oh, this has been so much fun. Thank you, thank you. Uh, and I'm excited. I'm, I'm going to be uh, adding some stuff to my queue. <laughs> uh, well, that does it for this episode of the Movies Past and Present Podcast. Links and more information about the movies discussed in today's podcast can be found in the podcast notes on my blog at moviespastandpresent.com. Subscribe to the podcast where you listen to your podcasts and follow me on Instagram. I'm at moviespap as in past and present. As always, I hope you will some listen. You you will enjoy some good movies this week, whether they be from the past or the present, and watch some Mighty Ducks stuff. Right. Um, thanks again for listening. Until next time, be safe out there and dedicate yourself to the truth.